Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Here to talk to you on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Hotline. Now, with guest host Maria Ryan. Here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome to Uncovering the Truth, sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Well, we're going to start right out with the monkey Pox virus. As you heard on the news, monkeypox virus is difficult actually to spread. Normally we see cases when it goes from the monkey to a human in Africa or if somebody's traveled to Africa. This is a bit of a mystery because it seems like many of the cases, especially in Europe, over 80 of them, had no travel to Africa. So how is this virus spreading? And human-to-human spread is very rare. It takes, once you're exposed, it takes anywhere from 16 to 13 days to show symptoms. It could be a range of 5 to 21 days. And you're going to have fatigue. You're going to have a rash. It's kind of like an influenza feeling. Your muscles ache. In medical terms, we call those myalgias. But it is a mystery. And Bob from Manch Vegas said, remember the monkeys on that Pennsylvania highway? Just to remind you, in January of this year, there was an accident on a Pennsylvania highway and out of a truck came a hundred monkeys. They were lab monkeys being experimented on. And for a while, four of them escaped. They eventually caught all the monkeys. But that would, you know, that could potentially be some relation to if we had a big outbreak in that area. But why is it in Europe? So, you know, these pieces don't really fit. It's a mystery, just like the mystery of hepatitis with the young kids, acute hepatitis, who um, unfortunately children have died from that. So. Is our bio labs going crazy? Well, what what is happening here? It's a big mystery. Is our is our health care uh, alert system in this country worth a damn? I, I don't and know. And I'm going to tell you, Maria, it goes back truth. for me. I mean, you know this from when you first met me. It goes back to me to West Nile virus when the uh, very very competent people in the New York City Health Department, assembled by Margaret Hamburg, by the way, who's a liberal Democrat who I kept because of her expertise, a supporter of my opponent and probably someone who disagrees with every political view I have. But she was the best person for the job, unlike the way in which Obama, Adams, and I'm sure if one of those Albany swamp creatures gets elected, the people in Albany will do. Well, Margaret Hamburg assembled a better New York City Health Department than the CDC. They discovered West Nile virus 10 days before CDC. CDC disputed it. CDC told me not to use spray. Margaret Hamburg, or her successor then, told me to use spray. I listened to my health department and probably saved a couple of thousand lives. 
Because if I had waited, a lot more people would have been infected and it would have been it would have been spread much further. It reminds me of when Trump shut down China and he was told by Fauci, who owes probably his life to China, not to do it. I'm so glad uh, President Trump went with his instincts because. (laughs) And I did, too. Yeah. And I listened to the CDC and I have to tell you. I'm a fairly intelligent person. I've cross-examined many, many people. I evaluate them quickly. They're politicians. They're not scientists. Damn right, it. Right, and, and I Stop always, this stuff with the CDC. I always put this caveat out there about science because I happen to have four degrees in science that um, it is our best guess. Science is not absolute. It changes all the time. So just be aware of that. But people are calling me off the hook, asking me if they should be concerned about monkeypox. And normally I would say no. It's pretty rare to have human to human transmission. But I know in Europe there's six cases in That's the a- United States being monitored. One definitely confirmed case in Massachusetts. Cool. But in Europe, you you know what they're seeing. And I don't want to panic anybody, but this is just a factual information that some of a majority of the cases that they're seeing in Europe are men having sex with men. And monkeypox is not typically transmitted Sexually, it's a virus by respiratory droplet, but the main source is being bitten by a monkey being in Africa or by uh, another animal like a rodent that could have been infected with monkey box that uh, pox that scratches. Doctor, may I ask you a question? What does the president have to say about this? Uh, he did say that there's, uh, we should be very concerned in that he just commented on it, uh, that we should be very concerned. Well, well, wait, that- wait. He hasn't had a press conference for a hundred days. When did he do this? Did he, uh, he, he slip a note out from the basement? No, he, he, in one of his things in South Korea, you know, they said, <laughs> set up teleprompters even in South Korea. It's, it's in very English embarrassing. Or, or Korean? Oh, in, in English. Could he read but, um, it is a mystery, and I am a little concerned. 100 days without a press conference yeah, yeah. with very serious concerns that his dementia is worsening. Since when he turns around, he doesn't seem to know which way he's going. No, he looks so lost. He's got a red button right next to him that could destroy the world. He looks so lost. How do we tolerate this? How do we tolerate a man who clearly, if you do not understand that he has dementia, you don't understand dementia. This man has a case of moderate to serious dementia, and he has the ability to destroy the world. That is crazy. Why we're not going for the 25th Amendment. And I know a lot of you are saying, oh, holy Lord, we'll have Kamala. But right is right, right? This because, guy is not fit to be our president. Because we live in a uh, democratic-controlled uh, government, which is a dictatorship. We live in a media-controlled democratic uh, dictatorship. And we live in, with the exception of Musk, who hasn't gotten his station yet, we leave, we live in a social media controlled democratic, I would say socialist dictatorship. And uh, Joe Biden can take for 30 years, 30, 40 million dollars. He can take 30 million dollars from our biggest enemy and get away with it. You know, there's such That's a lack. Sa- of, same thing in Soviet Union. You could do that. Right. There's such a lack of transparency in our government. And I remind people that it's our tax dollars, those of us who are working, who pay their salaries. So government agencies are supposed to be transparent. And, you know, we just did a podcast a few weeks ago on um, how the NIH is not transparent in that some of those scientists have been receiving large royalty checks from 
probably big pharma. So, so the New York Times today uh, once again uh, wrote a viciously racist racist article. Oh, intended I didn't see to, it. What and, was it? Intended to divide this country in half. Tell me about it. Uh, well, talking about uh, uh, white supremacy. Which is bad. Following on the president's warning us about how terrible white supremacy is. Of course, white supremacy is bad. Of course, people who kill people because they're black should be caught, in my view, executed. But the question is, is it really the number one uh, uh, problem to our national security, which Biden, the secretary of state, the head of our army and the head of our law enforcement believes, which means they're missing everything else. Now, I don't remember exactly, but I'll get it by the end of the show, the number of blacks killed last year. You tell me how many were killed by white supremacists and how many were killed by blacks and tell me what's the greater danger to black people in this country, whites or other blacks. And that's a factual statement. That is not a racist statement. No, it's a very factual statement. That's a person who's willing to be honest because he's not a racist. And he's not guilty. Yep, you're right. Joe Biden is a racist. Demonstrably. I won't send my kids to the jungle. He loved the racist, segregationist, Ku Klux members of the Senate who just a week ago he said he missed. Oh, Hillary loved them, too. He voted against (laughs) busing. And he has said, if you didn't vote for me, you're not black. I can go on and on and on. And the son used the N word every other word. You know, I get concerned about this division in our country. He's dividing us in half. We are not a racist country by and large. No. We have some sick racists. Now, what about the guy in Waukesha? uh, uh, Yeah, the parade, the black guy who hated white people. That guy had writing saying, I hate Donald Trump. I hate white people. I want to kill white people. I love Black Lives Matter. And he went took his car and aimed him right at white people and killed them. Well, you guys, right here in New York, that guy in the subway who shot people, he hated white people, had diatribes of it on the Internet. The point isn't to say tit for tat. The point is that when anything is is about hate like that, we should denounce it. And we've got to stop dividing our country. It's not about tit for tat. It's about a, a specific technological Scientific analysis of crime statistics so that you apply your resources where it will save the most number of people. Uh, So if I if I and this is how I reduce crime more than any mayor in New York or any mayor in history, because I didn't fall for this bull and I wasn't willing to suck up. I put the police not where the suppose I put all the police to stop white supremacy killings in New York. I'd have saved 10 people, maybe 20. I put it where blacks kill blacks, and I save more black people than any mayor in the history of the city. Thousand, yes, you did. Thousand by by. How did you do it? You put police where the where crime, the crime was. was. Yes. I didn't make up phony things for political reasons to divide our country in half. Yep. If if there really is white supremacy on a major scale in this country, really killing people, damn it, I'd be the first one to put police officers there and stop it. But that statement is made by a demented man, but written by a staff of people who want to divide us in half. A country divided itself, uh, divided against us cannot stand, said Abraham Lincoln. He is dividing us against ourselves. The man who wanted to bring us unity has us more divided than ever. And until we get equal justice, we will continue to be 
disunited. Look what's going on in this Sussman trial. Yeah, I'm glad Getting you're bringing no this attention. up. Holy macaroni. That could be the biggest crime of the century. You know what really bothers me is that um, Sussman is being charged with lying to the FBI, which right now the evidence looks like he sure did, that he was um, doing this on the behest of the Hillary Clinton campaign. But the bombshell information that you're talking about is that her campaign member uh, manager said she approved this disinformation going to the press. She also approved the payment of at least $1.1 million, which we have every reason to believe was a heck of a lot more than that. Than $1.1 million. A good deal of my original investigation in Ukraine, which they think was to go after Joe Biden, was because of this. Because I knew about this. I've known about this for four years while they call me a liar. You think I resent that? You think I resent these creep Democrats constantly calling me a liar when I knew they were the liars? Not only that were they the liars, I believe they were involved in sedition for four years. On now what is a totally false completely contrived, paid-for Hillary Clinton lie. They tried to remove the duly elected president of the United States. Damn it, that's sedition. Well, you know and what? why aren't they in jail? I, why I, aren't their law license taken away? That was my whole point. He's being charged with lying to the FBI. But this is more like sedition and treason, especially it started before he became president, President Trump, but continued. And they impeached him. What they knew was a lie. The CIA and FBI, through testimony, has said they knew within one day it was fake. Why did we use $45 million or maybe more dollars of our taxpayer money for the Mueller investigation? Why did Maggie Hassan of New Hampshire, Chris Pappas, all my congressional delegation crooked. vote for you impeachment? You don't do that unless you're crooked. I'm sorry. Don't give me politics. I never would do that. I never would subscribe to a lie that would frame a person and put them in jail. My gosh, I'd, I'd go to hell if I did that. I'm not I'm not about to face God having tried to frame an innocent man right now. And I hate people who try to frame innocent people. I prosecuted people too often. And I know how difficult it is to make that decision. It kept me up at night. These people are evil. If you try to pin a false rap on somebody, you're evil. There's something wrong with Comey. There's something wrong with Strzok. There's something really wrong with the Clintons. And you know what it is? They're evil. They belong in jail. This country will not be united until these people are brought to justice for having trying to take out a duly elected president of the United States on evidence they knew from the very beginning was false. And then worse than that, withholding a hard drive, which would have completely exonerated him from the second impeachment that completely justified the conversation with uh, 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 Zelensky. Because it proved that Joe Biden was a material part of the $14 million bribe from from, uh, Zoshevsky, who was the crookedest man in the Ukraine. It shows he lied about not meeting with the foreign people. It showed he lied about not having private meetings with Burisma officials. It completely withheld the straight-out admission, if not confession, from Hunter Biden that he gave 50% for 30 years to Joe Biden when Joe Biden was a senator and a vice president. You're giving 50% of your salary. You're getting for his influence, right? Yeah. Oh, t- for sure. It was the, all to, a pay-for-play scheme. To, to an in-place senator and vice president. You know what that crime is called? 
since common law, bribery. You go to jail for minimum 15 years. I prosecuted plenty of bribery cases. This could be the easiest one because it, 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 it is demonstrated on paper do you, and on video. Do you know uh, This is a disgrace. Unless Biden is prosecuted, we will not unite this country. All right. We are going. We are fired up today. The mayor is in the house, but we are going to take a short break. Stay with us on Uncovering the Truth. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. People don't know if the videos that they're watching are real. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani. These fake news stories affected the election. Here to talk to you on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Hotline. Now, with guest host Maria Ryan, here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back to Uncovering the Truth, sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation with Rudy Giuliani and me, Dr. Maria. Well, we had a lot of passion in our first segment, and this is what I think most of the American people are suffering from. They see all this abuse of power, all these shenanigans, and no one is held accountable. I think pe- I think people like um, Rand Paul, who, who wanted accountability about $40 billion going to Ukraine, like we are spending out of control and people in America are suffering. Well, let's go to our Phones are lighting up today. Let's go to Susan. Good hey, morning. Good morning, Dr. Maria. How are and, you? Um, uh, well, I'm terrible, quite frankly, because you're talking about abuse of power. The biggest abuse of power that I think we've ever faced is upon us if we do not just forget all the other shining objects right now, which are very important that you've talked about. The World Health Assembly, which is the governing body of the World Health Organization, is having a meeting the 27th through the 28th, today through next Saturday, to vote on amendments to a treaty that we are involved in that is um, about health rules. And the Biden administration, okay, now do you trust the Biden administration people? Heck has no. put forth 13 amendments to a treaty from 2005 that would hand over uh, the health decisions, not just pandemics. They can make up a pan- something that's a pandemic, like, um, uh, you know, gun, gun uh, violence is a pandemic. And we would, they would set the decisions of, of what, how we would have to live under. That is outsourcing. Now, the FDA, uh, you know, showed to be very in, terrible. But the World Health Organization is connected to the Chinese Communist Party. Thank you, Susan, for that important call. That is correct. It's all over my social media. You are not exaggerating. This would give up our health care sovereignty on a number of matters. You know, oftentimes on Uncovering the Truth, we do call to action. This is a huge one. There's no way I'm going to listen to one thing the World Health Organization has to say. They are complicit. They are in bed with the Chinese Communist Party. Please, please, please flood the White House with your calls. Send emails to your congressional delegation. Look it. It was because of you people that Nina Jankowitz had to resign in that disinformation board. Ministry of Truth is on hold. We do have power in our voices. Make them heard. Well, 
I just want to go back to the point I was making before so you understand how critical and how important it is, and it's a matter of life and death. Kathy Hochul, by her emphasis on white supremacy and her lackness and her crime uh, uh, policies, which are very pro-criminal, more even than Cuomo, is actually uh, costing the lives of black New Yorkers. They're getting killed because of her. When she makes white supremacy the number one uh, priority, here's what she's uh, ignoring. Roughly 23% of New York City's population is black. 67% of the murder victims are black. And uh, 64% of the murder suspects are black. And uh, it gets around 70% as to the ones who actually committed the murders. Now, just in case you think those are racist statistics. How can they be re- racist the, the if they're re- statistically sound? Well, they're statistically sound because they come from the black community. So when you say 62%, uh, 67% of the victims and 70% of the people who did it, the tips come from black people. This is how I won in the Justice Department uh, approval for my stop and frisk, which Adams could pick up tomorrow with an approval from Holder and Reno, which I obtained in 2000. Because I went there and we were only doing a thousand, we were only doing 100,000 dead, not the 600,000 that got declared unconstitutional. So when Holder, when Adams lies and said, says that I did unfair things to the black community, would stop and frisk, uh, he's absolutely wrong. My uh, program was upheld by the Justice Department as fully constitutional and legal because well, I was saving black lives. Now, here's, here's the point 70% of the murders. Sixties are black. Now, if you're going to concentrate on whites, you know what percentage of murders are committed in New York by whites? Eight percent. So, and including the white supremacists. Is that a current? That's, that's a, a current. That, that, that was uh, as of as of a year ago. Okay. And it's almost universally been true for thirty years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It ranges by about maybe ten percent. Yeah. Now, if I can concentrate my resources on the two percent, and I ignore the seventy percent. What happens is what happened in New York City under Democrats from 69 to 94. Blacks get killed in the range of 1,800 to 2,400 a year. I reduced it from 2,000 to 500. You know what the reduction was in the black community? 80%. Wow. That means I saved 80% of black lives. Is that why? They're getting them killed. Minorities. And I don't mean just black people, but minorities. Democrat bull. When they see you on the street, they hug you (laughs) because of what you did. You you helped their neighborhoods become safer. May I borrow the quote from Bob McManus from the New York Post? You may. (laughs) This has been a 40-year betrayal of black New Yorkers by black politicians. Yeah, And it's cost thousands of lives. What she's saying here, what Hochul is saying here, is a fatal statement. Crime wave, Kathy. And it's and now let's go to let's go to gun control. What is the first thing Biden says when there's a murder, particularly a, a, one of these? One, we, gun control. Yeah, gun we control, need more gun, gun control, control. Gun control. Yeah. Gun control. Then the other ones, gun control, gun, and then the big, big, vast conspiracy of left wing idiots. Gun control. Gun control. Gun control. Well, how about we enforce the gun control laws we have? If Kathy Hochul had a competent government, which she doesn't, I mean, among other things, New York is crooked and incompetent. Right, right. Th- this guy gave every signal 
of yeah, being you're, you're reported on the red flag laws. The Buffalo yeah. um, grocery store yeah. shooter. 800, yeah. 800 reports at least that we've been able to find he, he, under but, that law yeah. with situations much less than him. The police were involved a year ago in his high school when he threatened to Well, you know why it's not people. taken seriously? Why? Because it's never enforced. Yeah. Suppose you yeah. took these people now who didn't do it and you prosecuted them or held them in civil penalties or fired them. The next one to be much more careful to make sure it's filed. They ignore it. Now I'll give you another one. How can the American people listen to Biden talk about gun control when one of the biggest violators of gun control is his son? His son was a massive drug addict, not just a little user of marijuana. He was doing it for 25 to 30 years. He went in and he bought a 38 revolver. He lied about the fact that he was a drug addict. You know, if I lied on an application, I'd get 10 years. Now, I'm going to give you another thing. If you are if you are a serious drug addict and you possess a weapon, that alone is a ten year felony. There couldn't be much more serious a drug addict than than uh, Hunter Biden. There are there are how many pictures of Hunter Biden smoking dope over a five year period? One hundred. He was proud of it. One <laughs> hundred. Do I have those pictures? One hundred pictures. Yeah. The law says very very simply, fourteen, forty one. United States, I'm sorry, 44 United States Code, Section 1924G says a drug addict in possession of a weapon, a firearm, is uh, liable to a penalty of up to 10 years in jail. Yeah. Is he a drug addict? He's about as big a drug addict as we at have in time, America. At the time he was, yes. At the t- He's been a drug addict for 30 no, 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 years. What do you mean at the time? But he may be clean now. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. You don't know. Well, I don't know if he's clean now. All I know is. I'm I, saying at the time we definitely All have I know is he he's hanging around in a, in, a, in a house with a 14-year-old and a 12-year-old walking around nude, smoking dope, smoking dope in the house, talking to prostitutes, having dope with prostitutes while he's having sex with prostitutes, driving automobiles within five days of lying about being a drug addict. No, I'm with you at the time. That's dope. the only point I'm trying if to make. If this law is intended for anybody, it's intended for him. And if it's not used for him, the president of the United States has as much credibility telling us to do gun control as he has telling Ukraine, to be honest. This man is a disgrace. He should be removed from the White House. We cannot be embarrassed any longer by a 30-year criminal who is demented being president of the United States with a son who makes the gun control arguments hypocritical. Well, I always said we should be more like New Hampshire and crime would go down. If you look at the the cities that have or states that have the biggest gun control restrictive uh, measures, they have the most crime. But we need to take a little break and stay with us on Uncovering the Truth hoaxes and other fake news stories people don't know if the videos that they're watching are real this is uncovering the truth with rudy giuliani these fake news stories affected the election here to talk to you on the tunnel to towers foundation hotline now with guest host maria ryan here's rudy giuliani this is uh, rudy giuliani back on uncovering the truth with the brilliant Dr. Maria. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Sponsored <laughs> thank by you, my you. favorite organization, Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. Make sure you send in your $11 a month to help our biggest, biggest heroes. Larry? Larry, are you there? I'm here. How are you? Good How are morning. you, Larry? What do you have to say? 
Okay, first of all, I want to thank Dr. Ryan for being politically incorrect and saying where the monkeypox really comes from. <laughs> uh, most people wouldn't have the guts to say that. Thank you. And uh, what oh, I want to say you. is this. I have, a, I have a legal question, Rudy. You know, if, if, if indeed uh, if the time comes when, when Joe Biden can no longer fulfill his functions and Kamala steps in, I'm wondering if, we, if she could be impeached on the basis of her actions as vice president, because her behavior after that Supreme Court leak was unbecoming uh, a vice president. She became uh, like sort of a lead protester saying things like, how dare they? How dare they? That's total disrespect and insubordination to a actual uh, sector of government, you know, and I'm wondering if she could be impeached for that. I now now I I would say they're up. If, if you follow the theory that leaks from the January six committee, the answer would be yes, right? Because they're trying to impose liability on President Trump and others who talked about stolen election for the for the for the for whatever violence took place on September uh, on January six. Well, if that's the case then uh, she is responsible for the criminality that's taking place in front of the Supreme Court justices' uh, homes because every uh, it, that's a straight-out crime. I mean, it violates the federal – I mean, you can protest any way you want, except you can't protest in front of a judge's house to try to influence their decision. That's a federal felony. Uh, so it, she's encouraging the in- federal – now, here's my view. I'm a First Amendment addict. I don't believe you should do that. Uh, to 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 the the Supreme Court has been very very clear that incitement to riot should be a very carefully prescribed statute because we could very easily go punishing our political enemies and words like let's kill them let's get them let's destroy them they're used in politics they're used in let's go destroy our opposition we want to send more we want to sell more shoes right. Let's go kill our toothpaste opposition because we want to sell more toothpaste. Let's fight back. Let's fight back. Yeah. Yeah. Let's kill the opposition, meaning politically. You start taking words like that and you start moving them over. We just lost the First Amendment. We lose the First Amendment. We lose America. And the January 6th committee is on the verge of losing the First Amendment for us. I told people I would answer about the leak that I spoke nine hours to the January 6th committee. Uh, Stay tuned tomorrow to my alert on RudyGiulianiCS.com because this needs a very complex explanation. Just want to make two points. The fact that they leak tells you everything you need to know about them, right? Professional, serious law enforcement officials, right? Like Durham, right? They don't leak. Uh, People who are unethical and have uh, political motives for what they're doing leak. The committee is completely unauthorized. It has no Republican members approved by the Republican minority. There's no ranking Republican minority member, which means no subpoena is valid. That's been confirmed by the parliamentarian. Every one of those subpoenas is invalid because there is no minority member. Uh, Cheney is not a minority member. She was not approved by the minority caucus. She's a quizzling Republican. She might as well be a Democrat. She's what you call a traitor. 
And the other one is not a Republican member. He's not authorized by the Republican minority. And we wonder He's why. He's basically a Democrat. Like a lot of these people running against my son, the guys that were running against Mastriano, the ones who were running against uh, uh, Greitens in Missouri. We got a lot of rhino Republicans who were trying to kick Trump and the America first agenda out of the Republican Party. And we wonder why people are frustrated, even if you look back on January 6th. And I'm not talking about the anybody who broke the law should be punished. I don't want anyone to take any I words out of my mouth. That. I have no sympathy but any, for the anybody right who, who hurt anybody, stole anything. But let's face it. There's two things that happened on their day. Good American citizens frustrated with. The election not being investigated properly with all the censorship, with all the corruption, with all this stuff, with the impeachment that was under false premises. They were frustrated. They marched on Washington, which is their civic right to do. But some people, some of those guards literally let people in. And I always try to put myself in other people's shoes. If I happened to be in that march and I saw a police officer saying, oh, you can come in, I would go in, mainly for the history but of doctor, it, right? It's doctor, our, ca- doctor, it's doctor, our no, capital. No, 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 doctor. No excuse for the ones who committed a, committed a crime. No excuse. Right-wingers committed crimes there. Proud Boys committed crimes. Other people committed crimes. They yeah, destroyed yeah, they property. Should they should be prosecuted yeah. for what they did. But they shouldn't be held in jail for 17 or 18 months incommunicado. They do that in Nazi Germany, not in America. No, I'm with you there. Did any BLM matter? Uh, people get held incommunicado even though they kill people? Did any Antifa people get held incommunicado? And also, uh, I, have an, I have a text that you know. And that text says there were 250 Antifa people inside there. I don't know how many people. Identify. I, de- I definitely know Antifa, BLM, that there were bad activists and bad FBI people. There's no longer trust in the F- FBI. They? So these are the questions. This is why nobody takes the January 6th committee um they don't respect them because we, we don't know, okay, why did Pelosi refuse to have National Guard? Why did police officers, Capitol Police, open the doors and let people in, in some cases? Why, how many Antifa do we know? When did the FBI start encouraging people to storm the Capitol? We'll never get those answers. And that's why, among so many other things, there is so much distrust in our government. Now, I will ask to really... And thank you for letting me finish. <laughs> I, I, well, I will thank you because there's nothing that troubles me more than a, a possible first-degree murder. And you know the moment I saw the... You know the moment I saw the tape the first time. It was on January 6th, about 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And I looked at the shooting of Ashley Babbitt, and what did I say? I said, this is Fugazi. There's something wrong with it. Let me get one of my detectives to look at it. I didn't say anything to him. He said to me... Looks to me like this cop is in a lot of trouble. If he were in New York, boy, this may be an indictment. Now, here, here are the questions about that. Officer Bird. Here are the questions about it. There were two police officers guarding Pelosi's door. Nobody could get in. Somebody who has tentatively been de- identified as an Antifa member, I doubt interviewed by this illegitimate committee, asked them to move away from the door so they could bang it open and go into Pelosi's office. 
Yeah. They moved from the door. It's very basically odd. Basically inviting yeah. them into Pelosi's office. And then the Antifa the guy the took wing. an Antifa helmet and another guy took a bat and they started banging the door down with the cops watching them with tacit approval. At that point, you see a gun, but not the person holding the gun, which John Sullivan an Antifa sympathizer was very careful to keep out the picture of the cop doing the shooting. Well, we know and who it then is. Then we hear gun, gun. After we hear gun, gun, we see Ashley Babbitt, it appears to be picked up after hearing gun, gun, and everybody going down. And then this guy kills her in cold blood. She had no gun. There were cops in back of her who could have pulled her down if they didn't want her to go in. The cops had already invited them in by letting them bang the door and doing nothing. There were cops right near the killer who could have used those cops to restrain her. She was five foot three and she had no gun. He shot her. If those people had thrown her over, she'd have landed on her face. There were six cops that could have surrounded her and put handcuffs on her. There was no reason. And the justification for murder universally is this. You have to be in fear for your life. Now, this guy was in fear for his life from a five-foot-two woman without a gun with 12 cops around. Well, the whole whole And nobody's investigating this. This damn committee couldn't tell me. Tell me who those Antifa guys are. Tell me who those cops are. Get me those 12 cops that were around around her. Ask those two cops why they abandoned their post, why they didn't pull her down. We don't investigate murder anymore because it happens to a, a, a Trump supporter. I mean, we have gone so far in the direction of a disunited government. We will never unite if we have two systems of justice. Biden can talk about uniting all he wants. He's been the biggest divider in the history of this country. The speech about white supremacy? Of course white supremacy is terrible. But to pretend that white supremacy is killing black people when 90, 80, 90 percent of it is being done by other black people, it's getting black people killed. And if you're not a racist, you can say that. And if you are a racist, you lie about it like Biden the racist lies about it. You know, there was... And Hochul who does the same damn thing. It was an investigation into the murder of Ashley Babbitt, but it was what we call a sham investigation. Oh, they never even asked him. We know from the transcripts that he never Fit. gave a warning, which is appropriate to do for a police officer if he's going to use deadly force. We also know that none of the people around Ashley Babbitt were interviewed. We know that though there was... Right in the video, you can see, well, John Sullivan, you know, was a wannabe Antifa guy. He was calling on people to burn down the Capitol the day That's before or two days That's before. That's on tape that you never get to So see. there's a lot of issues where the investigation wasn't done properly. Uh, obviously, the guy used deadly for- force, Officer Bird, and it was not justified. But there's no justice for Ashley Babbitt. And there's another young lady where I don't oh, have sorry. clarity about yes. on the outside of the capital who died allegedly she was trampled allegedly it's hard for me to tell on the video it is so far away and so 
grainy, I guess. But people are pointing out that Capitol Police are beating her to to death. But I cannot say that that's what's going on. But there was another death that day. So two people died. Um, pe- unarmed people. Uh, and, and the mystery goes on. And no justice. How do you <laughs> expect no to unite a country when a president elected by, oh, even if you accept the phony numbers, what was it, 75 million people? was for four years being framed for a crime he didn't commit by the opposition party. Yeah, and it's bigger than lying How? to the FBI. And nothing is done about it. You're right, right. The FBI knew. I want, you, I want you to focus on the testimony being hidden from you by the crooked media. The FBI knew on the day they received the information about the Russian hoax, that it was a hoax. The CIA knew about it in a few weeks. Uh, four years then went by of investigations that divided the country in half. How do you expect to unite the country? How do you expect to get those 65, 75, 85 million Americans who voted for Trump and either believe in him very strongly or believe in his policies, even if they don't believe in him? How do you expect to unite them? How do you expect that we're going to believe that we have equal justice when Ashley Babbitt's murder is not investigated and they call they call January 6th worse than September 11, worse than Pearl Harbor and an insurrection. When did an insurrection ever take place and nobody brought a gun? And then what happened after that? If you're going to do an insurrection, you don't just one time charge the Capitol. You try to take over the government. And if the president knew that that was happening, why would he have asked for the National Guard and why did Pelosi turn it down? And why isn't she being questioned? And why doesn't somebody ask her, did you turn it down because you knew Antifa was going to be involved? Yeah. No, there's there's a lot of issues with a lot of our why agencies. Why is she being protected? It's crazy. Well, you know why. She's part of the establishment. How do you, my point is then how do you unite America? How do you unite America we, if we, we don't have equal justice under the law? Right. No, I'm with you. A country totally divided itself you. will fall. Yep. And the country is being divided by Biden Pelosi, Bidenistas, and from the day they began, and the court systems. Well, then the and the court system is frightened. The court system is frightened of being criticized. We used to have faith. I grew up in a utopia America. I think you know it's like the Wonder Years, where you knew you you did something wrong, you were going to be held accountable. It wasn't depending on your race. Like this one gets a bigger sentence than that sentence, and we got to get back to justice being blind, like you were saying. So not every time there are exceptions, of course, but eight or nine out of ten times, the decision in a case can be determined by the president who appointed the judge. For example, in the state of Pennsylvania, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, all Democrats against the Republicans decided that when it says you can be present at the counting of a vote to protect your candidate, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you can see the ballot. Yeah. You could just sit in the room and look at a potted plant. Well, see, I think that's wrong. It doesn't matter what. That's a corrupt what, decision. Right. It's corrupt. That's and a corrupt decision. It shouldn't matter what one, president nominated one you. One poor Democrat in the intermediate court reversed that and said this makes no sense. No, it doesn't. It means you're a potted plant. I mean, if it says you must be present to represent your candidate at a mail uh, or a mail a mail-in ballot uh, uh, examination, it means you got to see the ballot. It doesn't mean you can be a football field away waving at people. That justice ruled for uh, Trump. And then when uh, 
when Pat, when Pam Bondi and um, who else? Corey Lewandowski, Corey Lewandowski from New Hampshire. The sheriff didn't enforce the order for two hours until the Democratic hacks on the Supreme Court could reverse it and say present doesn't mean present so you can see the vote. It just means he can hang around and look at the wallpaper. Tell me that's an honest decision and you're, well, you need an education. We'll be back in a few moments with our final thoughts. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. People don't know if the videos that they're watching are real. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani. These fake news stories affected the election. Here to talk to you on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Hotline. Now, with guest host Maria Ryan, here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back to Uncovering the Truth with Mayor Rudy Giuliani and me, Dr. Maria, on... WABC sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Sorry, the mayor got a call. It distracted me a little bit. But we've had a very fiery show this morning. Obviously, we have a lot of passion. I just want people coming together to fix our country. And the mayor is absolutely correct. It's hard to do when we don't have a system of justice that is equal. And it's very discouraging. When I saw 18 states come together and wanted a... a the Supreme Court to rule on some of the things with the election and the Supreme Court denied even hearing it. It's very disenfranchising, but we've got to keep moving forward, put in America first candidates and get involved, whether it's your school board, your city council. And if you physically can't get involved that way or you don't want to run for an office, Put up a little money for the right candidates, but we want to go to the phone lines yeah, and get right? rid of the traitor Republicans. Yeah, we can't we can't function yep. if yep. their party is completely organized, yep. and we got a bunch of people that make deals with them. And, I agree, with and I'm you. going to tell you the truth because eventually it'll all come out, and also do corruption deals with them. Just just read, just read the book by. I always pronounce Peter it. Schweitzer, which and I take think a look is an incredible at the Republicans who are involved in the same crap. Yep. Yeah. And then take a look at who the rhinos are. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's true. And we can't have that anymore, especially if you vote Republican. You want Republicans, right? We have the party to lift everybody up. You know, maybe 20 years ago, it was thought of the party of of the rich, but it's not. It hasn't been for a very long time. It's putting opportunities in place where anybody through hard work a, can reach. You got the a American candidate team. here in New York. He is running against my son, Astorino and Wilson. But Zeldin was against Trump. Before he was for Trump. And now is against Trump again and won't mention his name at the convention speech. You know what discourages that is not, me? That is exactly who we don't need. We, we don't need a John Kerry who's for it before he's against it, and then he's against it again and for it again, and who, well, who is part of look, the Albany Swamp. You only have to look. You talk about the Albany Swamp. You look at how Zeldin, when he was a state legislator, voted with the corrupt Andrew uh, Cuomo. What did he call him? He. This is hard to what believe, but Zeldin said Cuomo would make a great president. 
You know, a good president, a good president. I look at my congressional delegation from New Hampshire and say, you know, there was a time in New Hampshire. You never identified yourself as Democrat, Libertarian, Republican, Independent. You were just all people, citizens of New Hampshire, live free or die, where you are very conservative fiscally. You mind your own business. Hard workers, the culture of New Hampshire, people, especially the North Country. You have one or two jobs you're involved on. You're volunteering places. Very, very good culture. We have some taint coming in from Massachusetts and New York. But overall, that's the way it was. And we saw, especially highlighted during the Trump administration, our Democrat congressional delegation voted with their party. Not for what's right. When they voted for impeachment, I couldn't believe it. I even knew that the Russian hoax was a hoax. But anyways, we got to get everybody's trying to call us and talk to us. We got to we got to go with a few of these calls. Um, Which one would you like, Mayor Giuliani? Mike, Mike, how are you this morning? Hi, I'm good. Uh, It's Mike from Jersey. Am I on? You are are on. on. You are on, Mike. So, hey, uh, Rudy, I called you a lo- uh, not that long ago, but I said, I, you know, a quick message. I said, you know, I think the vote smelled. But let me, let me just let me talk about this. Uh, you know, uh, I'm not a history guy, but you figure a country that's born out of a revolution from a king, and they form a new government. What's the biggest thing they're looking to do? They want to develop a government that the people trust. Yeah. So I asked today. What aspects of this government does the American people really trust, regardless what party you're in? That's the big question. Uh, I would say we're at the point where I don't know almost I, none. They used to they used none, to they right? used to trust the court, yeah, and now they see partisan decisions and unusual decisions, and whether true or not, they believe the court was intimidated by possible riots and therefore didn't rule correctly on the on the uh, 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 Trump situation, they actually believe that many of those decisions by the courts in different states where they wouldn't hear a single witness were very politically were motivated, were yeah. either politically motivated by Democrat judges or when the Republican judges did it, it was motivated by fear. Now, that may be true or not, but they believe that. And uh, their distrust for the Congress, I don't know. I don't even think there's anybody that trusts it at all. Their distrust for the swamp in Albany is probably universal. Yeah, uh, and it and and unfortunately, I have to tell you, except for the court, because I'm not sure the tr- criticism of the court is correct. But except for the court, I believe the uh, the 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 criticism of Congress and Albany is completely accurate. My experience as a prosecutor is, uh, I'm going to get in a lot of trouble for saying this. I think there are more corrupt ones than honest ones. And, and there's no question, or? even the honest ones compromise to such an extent they're useless. That's why our state, our state didn't get to be a $220 billion budget with Florida having a $97 billion budget with a million more people. Who's got a million a tremend- more? Florida has hmm? a million more. Yeah. yeah, with a much less budget than New it York. It didn't get there without corruption. Yeah. Built into that budget is an, an amount of money you would be shocked going to... Friends. Relatives. Yeah. Just like let's BLM. Take, let's take a simple little example. Hochul. She's governor for a few days <laughs> and she's a, and she's getting a contract. She claims it's for the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Stadium. And, I, you know, I'm neutral on that. I like football stadiums and I'm not so against 
municipalities paying for them. But I am against a husband of the governor owning the concessions and tripling his millions because the concessions at a new stadium bring in three times more than an old stadium. And I'm against her spending $4 billion to buy off other legislators to vote for it. So the $800 million stadium becomes a $4 billion stadium. The rest of that is corruption. That's why our budget is $220 billion. And Florida, which I'm sure has a little bit of corruption, is $97 billion. But we got a lot of corruption. Don't forget to put Uncovering the Truth in your calendar. We'll see you next week.